Okay, how's it going, everybody? I hope you're all doing well. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, so in this episode, I thought I'd try to say something about about Nietzsche's view or attitude towards Buddhism. Because like almost everything with Nietzsche, it's fascinating. Okay, well, so, so what did Nietzsche think of Buddhism? Well, I think that there's a, a lot of ambivalence here. I mean, on the one hand, he has some very, very positive things to say about it, especially as it compares to, to Christianity, which of course he's very hard on. And you get a lot of these uh, positive remarks in his later work called Antichrist. But on the other hand, he also says some quite negative things about it too. I mean, um, if I remember correctly, I think he says somewhere that Buddhism is a specter haunting Europe. And uh, maybe I'll try to get at what he might mean by that a bit later. But uh, let me start with some of the, the positive stuff first. Okay, so I think that what Nietzsche says is that for all of its negatives, Buddhism is a far better religion or perspective on life than Christianity is. And there are several reasons for this, he thinks. So, first of all, it's better because, unlike Christianity, Buddhism gets rid of the very idea of a god, and actually, most metaphysics as well, something that Nietzsche also happily rejected. And um, secondly, again, unlike Christianity, Buddhism is against the the venomous and self-destructive emotions of revenge and resentment. That's to say, Buddhism teaches detachment and equanimity without holding grudges. And uh, if you don't know, revenge is something that Nietzsche criticized heavily. As he makes his Zarathustra say, That man be delivered from revenge, that is the bridge to the highest hope, and a rainbow after long storms. And uh, thirdly, what's good about Buddhism, according to Nietzsche, is that, again, unlike Christianity, it doesn't try to posit a moral cause to suffering. In other words, there's no such thing as sin and damnation in Buddhism. Buddhism is, in effect, beyond good and evil. What it presents is is no moral interpretation of things, but just the cold, hard, objective facts about life itself. Namely, that life is simply something that's marked by suffering, period. And that the only goal is to overcome that. In this way, according to Nietzsche, Buddhism is nothing more than a kind of, a kind of mental hygiene, a set of techniques for calming and cleansing the psyche. And um, you know what? On top of all of this, Nietzsche actually found in Buddhism an ally with respect to his view on the self or ego. You see, Nietzsche believed, along with uh, David Hume before him, that the subject, the I, the ego, was just an illusion. For Nietzsche, specifically, it's only our grammatical structure which makes the the I or subject seem to exist. That's to say, it's our subject-predicate form of grammar which makes us posit a doer behind every deed. Actually, one of Nietzsche's examples here is the sentence, 
lightning flashes. Now, when we read or say this, it makes it seem like there's a subject doing the flashing, namely the lightning, right? But no, in reality, there is no such thing as lightning separate from the flash. Well, likewise, says Nietzsche, there is no such thing as a doer behind the doing. All there is, is, well, doing. Anyway, the point is, is that all of this is pretty similar to the Buddhist view. As, as most people know, the Buddhists also uphold a doctrine of the non-existence of the self. They would say, not unlike Nietzsche, that if you try to make yourself the object of your own analysis, then eventually what you'll discover is just your own emptiness. You discover that there is no self there, deep down inside of you. All there are, are just mental and physical states. Everything is, is in constant flux. So, there is no subject, no being, just becoming. Now, Nietzsche agrees with all of this. Actually, uh, it's a view of the world that he initially got from Heraclitus. Okay, but now all this said, as I mentioned at the outset, Nietzsche's view of Buddhism is much more ambiguous than this. And that's because what Nietzsche also says is that, although Christianity is uh, far more degenerate than Buddhism, Buddhism for him, at the end of the day, just isn't life-affirming. The Buddhist can't say yes to life. And that's because, according to Nietzsche, Buddhism leads its practitioner away from life, not towards it and in it. It's an escape from the world and from our instincts. It preaches a kind of emptiness or, or the final goal of nothingness. It preaches desirelessness. It makes short shrift of human endeavor and accomplishment. And um, related to all of this, Buddhism, he thinks, is too sensitive too, and too focused on pain and suffering. It's too sensitive to, to hostile feelings. And so because of this, it compensates by, by over-spiritualizing itself, which expresses itself as wanting to get away from life and its vicissitudes. Now all this is the very opposite of what Nietzsche's attitude to pain and suffering was. For him, what we should do is we should affirm pain as a means towards self-improvement, not to try to escape it. Again, to seek to escape it is a life-negating attitude. So, in the end, all of this is why Nietzsche thinks of Buddhism as a form of decadence and as an ultimately pessimistic outlook on life. And uh, to go back to the beginning, when I said that Nietzsche sees Buddhism as a specter haunting Europe, I think this is what he meant. I think he meant that the advent of a nihilism was haunting Europe, a disaffirmation with life, an exhaustion of the human spirit, a declining civilization, was slowly sweeping over the continent. Now, it has to be emphasized that this is Nietzsche's view of Buddhism, and so not necessarily, or maybe not at all, an accurate one. 
Actually, Nietzsche gets quite a bit of his understanding of Buddhism from his reading of Schopenhauer, and it's a version of it that he never seemed to question. And that's the one that he set himself against and makes his target. A target, by the way, that also includes Schopenhauer himself. That's to say, Schopenhauer's vision, according to Nietzsche, is also life-denying and nihilistic. Again, for Nietzsche, the ultimate goal is the self-overcoming of pessimism. Anyway, I hope that some of this helped to, uh, to shed some light on Nietzsche's very mixed attitude towards Buddhism. Buddhism. 